Ladies and gents, I'm Big Jace, joined by joined like always by Sean Scanlon, Joe Aguirre, and Ovi Muniz. And we got a jam-packed show for you today. Heartbreaking loss as the Giants go to Dallas to lose to the Cowboys. And we've got to look forward to the the Washington football team coming to town, as well as a lot of news around the league, as well as our picks and fantasy football. So let's get right down into it. Giants lose a close one, 34-37 to 37, to the Cowboys. Sean, what did you think of this game? This game was actually uh, the first time I actually enjoyed watching Giants football this year. Uh, it was actually a competitive game where we, we had the lead in the game. So through, uh, throughout the whole game, I, I enjoyed watching the game. It was fun to watch. Um, it was nice to see the offense actually put up some points this game and get the ball moving. Um Darius Slayton looked amazing. He had a great game. And then uh, Devontae Freeman looked pretty good, uh, hitting the hole pretty well, and then receiving out of the backfield too. Uh, the only bad thing about the offense uh, offensive play, I think, was the O-line. Uh, pass protection was terrible. Daniel Jones was running for his life all day back there. So obviously we know that the pass protection needs to get better. But it, it, was, uh, it was nice to see the offense actually working, though. And then uh, this game completely changed. Um, for the Giants with the two untimely penalties. Um, the fake field goal pass to Evan Ingram gets called back because of an illegal shift by Cam Fleming. That was terrible. And then um, the offensive pass interference by Damian Ratley that brought back the Slayton touchdown. So that's two touchdowns right there. Um, just terrible mistakes. Um, small mistakes like that are what lost the Giants the game and a game that, you know, obviously they're desperate for a win. So it's just things like that that can't happen. Um, and and they, they cost the Giants to win this week. And then uh, I just want to hit on this real quick. Dave Gettleman, uh, he gets a lot of crap for what he's done as a GM. And most of it is certainly deserved. Um, but I think he deserves credit for the improvement of the defense this year. Um, he went out in free agency in the offseason. And the three best players on the Giants defense right now are the three players that he brought in during the free agency. Um, for all relatively um, – you know, good contracts too. You need overpay any of them. So I think, you know, the way that Blake Martinez was, has been playing, um, he's a dominant middle linebacker, a tackling machine. Bradbury has been locked down on the outside, um, shutting down Amari Cooper completely last week. He's been amazing. And then Kyler Fackrell, obviously with the touchdown, um, getting pressure on the quarterback and showing a little bit in coverage. So I think Gettleman deserves credit for uh, bringing those players onto the defense. Maybe not a lot more credit than that, but uh, I, I think I would, give him a tip of the cap for that. And then uh, last but not least, I just wanted to give a quick prayers up for uh, Lorenzo Carter, who ruptured his Achilles yeah. out for the year. Um, he was playing the best ball of his career at this point. So it's tough to see him go down. And then uh, obviously for, for Dak Prescott, uh, you, you hate to see a gruesome leg injury like that to anyone. Um, and even though I hate the Cowboys, I respect the hell out of Dak. And um, I hope that he's back healthy next year. Well, what the hell was Tony Romo thinking, saying, oh, let's hope it's a cramp. 
Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what he was looking at there. Well, at the time, I could defend his uh, his statement because initially, you know, until the camera zoomed in, we didn't realize that his ankle was hanging, you know. So um, it, he was just holding his calf, as you can see there on that picture. Initially, when I saw it, I was like, oh, man, he must have a cramp. But once that camera zoomed in, I was like, oh, my God, that is not a cramp. So, um, for everyone, especially on social media, we're just dogging them right there. Initially, no one could say that they actually saw that happening unless you were there on the field immediately. So, there you go. I thought he was immediately. I, I saw how he fell, and I thought, oh, that's bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, he felt like Anderson Cooper, uh, Anderson Silva, rather, uh, against Weidman, where you're like, oh. Oh, no, that's just I, – I could tell instantly. Um, Sean, great points about the, the Giants, and I agree with you. This was definitely a game that was enjoyable to watch. The Giants came into that game having scored 47 points on the year with just three touchdowns. They scored two touchdowns and had 20 points going at a halftime, so that was very exciting to see. Another huge factor for me was the Giants only had one three and out this entire game which is something I've been complaining about for a really long time. Uh, the Giants ended a streak of 21 possessions and 144 plays without a touchdown uh, and got their first lead in a game since week one against Pittsburgh when they were up 10-9. So, yeah, there was a lot of good things, I think, that came out of this game. The Giants were able to run the football, and I realize Dallas's defense is god-awful, but I think just the confidence – and being able to move the football down the field has to make the Giants feel a little bit better about things. Once again, though, I think the, the big problem the Giants have had over the last two-plus seasons now going into your third is just a complete inability to close out football games. I mean, they're always in them. They're always – it comes down to the wire all the time. It's, it's stunning. This team has to learn how to win again. This team has to remember what it was like when it was winning football games because those were some good times. And they just – they find a way every week to absolutely stab you in the heart. And let's be honest, when Dak Prescott went down – There he is. Nobody, nobody was celebrating Dak going down, but oh. you certainly felt much more optimism that the Giants would at least win that football game because Dak wasn't in the game. And again, it just to me goes to show that the New York Giants don't know how to close out games, don't know how to win games. And this was just another prime example of that. Jared Jones, uh, a, a good friend of all of ours, one of the co-hosts to uh, another show with a verb, Throwing Jabs, which you can catch Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. that Jason and I are also on. Uh, he's a huge Dallas Cowboy fan. Jared, first your thoughts on on Dak Prescott's injury, uh, and so you know, I mean, as as four Giants fans here, nothing but respect for Dak. We were just talking about him and what a great loss that is, and and you never want to see a, a a guy go out, especially with such a gruesome injury. But your your thoughts as a Cowboys fan, not only on the injury, the game, and uh, going forward on on whether this is the guy, which I know you very well, and I know you don't think that he's necessarily the guy. Um, it's, it, this is, this is tough. I guess I'm going to end up being the only Tony Dungy here, huh? <laughs> uh, this guy said it might be a 
blessing in disguise for the Cowboys football team. Listen, um, I'm not for celebrating injuries, but for a guy who in late August of 2019 picked up Alexander Madison, what's his name, man? Alexander Madison. When I saw Cook hold up, I know that this isn't like a life-threatening, oh my God, I know his family's not going to be out on the street. It's a pulled groin, and I'm celebrating. So the idea that there's not people out there who were playing against Dak who only had 13 fantasy points of that that were celebrating that injury, I think there's a, a larger demographic, and not necessarily all bad guys, that absolutely, and Dalton, hey, he might, he, He's not going to go out and lose a lot of games. Let's say that. You're ready for the ginger generation in Dallas? <laughs> hey, and that bet wasn't a horrible bet either, Jace. If that had been $5 to win 1500 for Andy Dalton for MVP, would you do that? It's 5 bucks. Jared, I, would I think it's a brilliant bet. I think whoever did that bet's a genius. Uh, I mean, listen, there's 11 games to go. What is how many games to go? 10? 11, yeah. 11 games left. If Andy Dalton throws four touchdowns per game and finishes <laughs> the year with 44 touchdowns and five interceptions and the Cowboys win the East, maybe nine or ten wins, why not? And does he not have the offensive line, the running back, the wide receivers, the weapons available? He sure does. Do I said before the show, Jared, listen, this isn't Colt McCoy as your backup. This isn't Nick Mullins, the backup, or Jared Stinnett. This is Andy Dalton. This is a Pro Bowl quarterback who knows what he's doing, who's been to playoff games, who's led great teams. This guy knows what he's doing. This, is, this could hypothetically be a benefit to the Dallas Cowboys. And most great of his heirs were behind one of the worst offensive lines in the league. At the times he was bad, the people around him were bad too. This is this is not a bad quarter. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm going to have to disagree. It's a contract year. It's I'm disagreeing with what you're saying about Dalton. contract year for that. Thank Stop you, it. Stop yeah. it. Stop think, it. Stop think, it. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. Let me tell you something. You mean to tell me that Andy Dalton is way better than De um, Dak Prescott. Nobody said okay. that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, hold on. What's your record right now? You're two and three, and y'all played against the Giants, okay? Which means a whole lot of Division nothing right leaders, now, baby. okay? To tell me that, oh, because now that he is now the starting quarterback, that all good things are going to happen to the Cowboys? Absolutely not. The Cowboys no are said, garbage. Who said that? <laughs> Hold on, because that's what y'all making it seem like right now. Y'all crowning this guy and stuff like that. No, the, the Cowboys are going to be mediocre all the way through the whole entire season, right? And Andy Dalton, yes, he had some success with the Cincinnati Bengals, and he had weapons, he had everything, but he could not win a playoff game. And that's exactly what's going to happen with the no, Dallas Cowboys. No, he's Tony Cowboys. Romo. Dallas Cowboys would be thrilled to get Tony Romo back. <laughs> they yeah. probably will. They probably will. But I'm telling you right now. Redheaded Romo. That's who this I guy will is. never bet $500 to make some profit, whatever, just to see oh, if this guy's going to uh, do MVP. Not, I'm sorry. No, absolutely not. not. That was my point to make it $5 for $1,500. If it was $5 to win $1,500. 
Now this no. is obviously a guy who has. I don't care if it's ten cents for fifteen hundred. Like I won't. <laughs> I'm betting that time. I'm taking that time. Uh, with that logic, I should every season just five dollars on a backup QB. That would this be- is not just a backup QB. Stop saying that. Look, this he is, is a backup. Just, no, he's not a backup. I, I understand this you're is saying. A guy, this Listen. is a guy who just last season was still a starting quarterback in the NFL. Stop no, that. Team no, 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 no. Wasn't he not the backup of Prescott? Was he not backing up Prescott? But he might but be Dallas he is a backup quarterback. OB, OB. and for, <laughs> for all of you knuckleheads, listen, the Cowboys signed Dalton because they wanted a good backup in case, number one, that Dak Prescott held out. That possibility was there that Dak wasn't going to play football this year. That's correct. Yes, you're absolutely right. And he's in a contract year, so it behooved them to go out and get somebody who could start right away, who's a starting quarterback in the NFL. No, stop acting like this is if 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 I'm not acting like Jones. Hold on, if Jones gets hurt, Colt McCoy's the starting quarterback. Totally different situation, and the Giants would lose out. I got got a question for you, Joe. If Andy Dalton's contract did not expire this past offseason, would the Bengals still have taken Joe Burrow? Yes. I mean, of course they would have. But wouldn't they not? They decided to move on. I get that. Give the next guy a shot. Uh, Yeah. And I'll tell you what, when Joe Burrow's contract is up if he hasn't won some playoff games they'll draft the next guy that's how this is supposed to work you're not supposed <laughs> to stand by and idly watch a two-time winning super bowl champion end his career on a down note you go out and you get the next guy and the giants tried that a couple of times and then never put him in a football game and here we are all right b- before we we move on i want joe I'm not saying I, I understood what you're saying when it comes to the Dallas. Because I'm right. Issue. I'm glad you Yes, he is that. a starter. Yes, he is. He has all potential. He has the talent. He has everything. But I want to let all the Cowboy fans know, including Jerry Jones, okay, that the Cowboys are still gonna be the same team. The division the winner. Not, it's not, they could probably win the division. Because right. our division is uh, our NFC division video. sucks. It's gonna be good enough. Yeah, but okay. but they're, they are an A and A team, and I will not dangerous. be. Su- they're not dangerous. No. Not they're not dangerous. All right. No. They're not dangerous. Not the the NFC East is a joke right now. Jared, no. we'll have you back in a couple weeks, and we'll see when when the Giants and the Cowboys meet again. We'll have you back on. We'll see where we're at, and and we'll we'll replay some of this audio. From the people who apparently know everything, with with the Cowboys' defense, they're not they're not a threat at all in the NFC. Like if Russell Wilson sees that, if um, the Packers see the Cowboys' defense in the in the playoffs, that uh, it's, it's nights, it's over. They're scoring forty five on the Cowboys, and the Cowboys might get twenty if they're lucky. The Cowboys will have to score fifty, and I think they've got the weapons and they've got the guy that can do it. They're, they're O-line. They're missing their best two O-linemen right now with Leo Collins and Tyron Smith. And they still got a superior line to the Giants. That's sad. That's Anyone can say that. Russell Wilson last week. 
But we play, game. but we've seen the Cowboys and Giants play. Fumbled the ball away and threw a pick. So, and uh, uh, again, <laughs> Dolly can't play defense either. And y'all saying that he, they're going to score more points? No, they don't. They're going to score an average of thirty points or whatever they do or less. Cowboys ain't going to score fifty points. Stop it. Just stop it. That's nonsense. No, and I'm not arguing this is one of the best teams in the NFC East or that Andy Dalton's the savior. I'm just saying this is still a competitive ball club. This is a playoff team. Okay. Well, don't forget they also won this football game. Against a Giants. Come on. You can't give credit to the Cowboys because it's Giants. We're on five. Wait, what if the Giants would have won? Then what what would we be saying? That the Cowboys Cowboys still suck? Yes, absolutely. I think we would have said that no matter what happened. The <laughs> yes. Cowboys should have blown the Giants out. We'd but the media the, the media's not going to say, oh, the Giants are now improving. They're going to say that Cowboys, what's wrong with the Cowboys? Because it's a, it's still America's team. So Obi, anything the Cowboys Obi do is always again. headlines. But wait, Obi, we all agree. True or not true? Hold on. Hold true on. or not true? Hold that on. if something happens to the Cowboys, good or bad, it's still top news. Sure. Okay, sure. then. Rest my case. Sure. Obi, Listen, as Obi long as watching this as game was as... like most people watching the debates, they already know the vote. The Listen. votes are. Already... <laughs> yes. Hey, Jared, you got a fly in your head, dude. As listen, as long as people no will continue to refer to Dallas as America's team, which it's not. I mean, Dallas. Dallas does lead over the last decade. Leads the NFL in in uh, convictions. So. Certainly not America's team. Not 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 when people are looking for law and order in this country. I don't know if I don't know if those guys are necessarily uh, endearing themselves to more like the halfway. Uh, America. Hey, America leads the world in most people in prison, so maybe they are America's team. Sure, and listen, oh. we can continue to call Green Bay deep, Chase. We can continue to call Green Bay title town. It's not. Um, you know, we can keep up these these myths for people. You know, for some people, there's still nine planets. Washington's still the Redskins. Some things will never change. But I'll tell you what. I think if you're the Dallas Cowboys, you you feel like you, you've got something here. It's not a major loss. When I said a couple weeks ago, Jared, and I remember you in the comments uh, argued with me vehemently, I said, uh, you know, you, you're getting a bit of an upgrade with Dante Freeman as far as this guy can actually pick up blocks. It's been uh, Saquon's biggest weakness, and we've seen we've seen him do a really good job of that. He also had the Giants' best rushing output of the season. So sometimes you find a guy who's got the skill set that matches what you have, and it works. Andy Dalton's not going to run outside the pocket and get his leg broken, okay? He's going to stay inside the pocket, and step into the pocket because his tackles are bums. So Hostile. this could work out. Get the football down the field. Get it in Zeke's hands. Try not to give up 50 points. Maybe you'll win some games. Yeah, it's a better, it's a better, situation, better situation than what the Giants are in right now. And I'll tell you what. I remember when the Giants broke um, the leg of Joe Theismann. Jay Schrader came on, uh, went to a Super Bowl. And ended up becoming a, a longtime starter for the Oakland Raiders at the time. So, crazier things have happened, my friends. Oh, Phil Sims and Jeff Hosteller is a perfect example. 86, Good. Hosteller came in, take, took over for Phil Sims. And, okay, uh, but Hosteller was a, just Alex a backup Smith. quarterback. Hosteller was the – hold on, hold on, hold on. Carson Wentz, Nick Foles. Hold on. 
slow down. Let me clear this up for you because I was alive then and I was there when it happened. Jeff Hostetler was not the backup quarterback of the Giants. Jeff Hostetler was the third string quarterback of the Giants. Don't forget Jeff Rutledge was the backup. And Hostetler ended up coming in because um, it, it things just worked out in his favor. Uh, an ineffective Rutledge led to Jeff Hostetler led to a Super Bowl. So crazy things happened. But again, if the Giants, if Phil Sims had gotten hurt and the backup quarterback was, oh, I don't know, Doug Williams or or some quality backup, then then maybe, and again, Washington would go to the Super Bowl with Doug Williams uh, as a backup quarterback. So, I mean, history is there to back up what we're saying. No one's saying Andy Dalton's the second coming, just like I didn't suggest Dante Freeman was a good replacement for Saquon. I just said he the skill set to fill that spot, not anywhere near what Saquon could do. But again, we've already seen this guy works out, and, and this is the reason he passed up better money with other teams to come to the New York Giants. He knew this would work out with his skill set, and he would do a better job picking up blitzes than Saquon. And you know what? Not for nothing, you nod your head to that guy. He's going to get a free agent contract from somebody for next sure. offseason for probably two, at least two to three years guaranteed. So, well played. Yep. All right. Sure. The, the, we, we've talked a lot about the Cowboys here. This is John, drawing about the G-men. So let's talk a little bit more about the Giants. Now, we have talked about the offensive line, but but they did show improvement, especially in the run game this past game. The, the offensive line that they were able to get, Devontae Freeman was able to get going. They were able to get that push up front. I, I feel obviously the penalties were very, very big. And then I, I, I really, really feel bad. For Andrew Thomas, week one half to go up against T.J. Watt. Then, uh, then now Demarcus Lawrence, who has been doing nothing, he comes out and now he gets his first two sacks of the season because he just knows how to how to do that against a rookie who doesn't know better. But uh, the run game, they did do better. I would have liked to see Daniel Jones do a little bit more with his feet. Now, this is for you, Ovi. You've been the biggest Daniel Jones hater on the show. Uh, are, are you still ringing the bell for, for Trevor Lawrence? I'm going to stick with what I'm saying all along. If the Giants finish 0-16, it doesn't matter what Jones do. If they're going to draft uh, Trevor Lawrence, they're going to do it. I'm not, I'm not changing my, my thought. If we start winning some games, of course we're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. But we're 0-5. And that's the reality of what it is right now, regardless what he does. All right. Okay. Now let's look forward to week six. The Washington football team comes to town. Sean, what do you think of this game? I think uh, this is going to be the first Giants win of the season. Uh, I really do, just with the, the situation that's going on with the QBs in Washington right now. Um, they don't know if Kyle Allen's going to start. Um, the way that Alex Smith, you know, it was great to see Alex Smith back and uh, playing in the NFL, but I, I don't know how effective he will be, especially with the, the way that Washington's offense has looked. Uh, the only person that scares me on Washington's offense is Terry McLaurin, but I figure uh, James Bradbury will be following him around all game. So I think that he'll shut him down and he'll have him uh, – Hold him to his quiet game like he did to Amari Cooper this week, uh, holding them only to one catch. So I think that they're going to take him away uh, early and often. And then uh, it's 
like you said, it's it's a, it's a huge game for Andrew Thomas coming up. Um, it's the first battle going up against Chase Young. Um, they're going to be linked to each other forever, being only two picks apart uh, in the same draft. So if he wants to turn uh, the rough start to the season that he's had so far around, uh, it's going to have to start this week, and he's going to continue um, to have to play better, especially in pass protection. The Daniel Jones fumble that happened against the Cowboys um, – led all because of Andrew Thomas. Uh, he got right in the backfield within a second and fumbled. Obviously, Daniel Jones has to be better with that, but it all starts up front with Andrew Thomas. So he had the rough stretch of a, a bunch of good pass rushers the first couple of weeks. Now uh, the schedule gets a little bit lighter, so he's going to have to prove that he was worth the number overall or number four overall pick. And uh, this Giants line as a whole has to be uh, great this week going against a really good pass rush against Washington. Is it frustrating to see Makai Becton and some of these other guys are out playing Thomas, or are we going to hide behind the excuse that he's faced stiffer competition? Uh, I mean, playing left tackle in the NFL is super hard to do, especially when you're going against all pros and uh, pro bowlers with your first couple weeks in the league. So I'm not going to – I mean, obviously Andrew Thomas has been worse than Becton and Worfs to this point, but I, I, I'm not going to overreact over, over uh, five games into the season. Let me ask you this then. Mm -hmm. Technically speaking, how do you feel about him? Right now, it doesn't look good. I, his pass protection has been really poor. Um, but run blocking, he's actually been one of the better offensive linemen on the team. His run blocking was probably his strength at Georgia. But uh, the pass protection, his feet are... That's all he um, did at Georgia. That's all they do at Georgia is run. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so his pass protection, the way they've been throwing the ball to the Giants trailing so much, um, they've been throwing the ball so much that... He's had to get in his kick steps uh, for the majority of the game, and that's just not where his strength is. So that obviously has to get better, and I, I'm sure Mark Colombo is uh, all over him and Matt Parrott on the other side who's been getting some reps um, every week to try and get them to improve in the pass protection. Also with Isaiah Thomas, the, the, like it is understandable why he isn't doing this well. Yes, he's also had tough matchups, but also he got injured and didn't play the majority of his – Senior of I don't remember if he was a junior or senior before he came out of the draft, but he didn't play his last season at Georgia, and then he didn't go to the NFL Combine, so he kind of been out of reps. So I, I I expect him to take some more time to come in to his own and understand the the game, the new game that is the NFL from college. So I'm not going to hold out, like I'm not going to bash him too hard right now, but. He, he does have to start – he's had tough opponents, but as the, as the challenges get easier, he's got to show himself more. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what, this is going to definitely um, be that game where we strongly debate based on what Chase Young does, whether or not the Giants should have won as many games as they won last year. And again, for the same crowd that hopes the Giants beat Washington and maybe they can win four or five or, you know, insane, some will say six. Um, th th this might be a good reminder why it would have been better for the Giants to finish in a better spot. I hate to say it. I hate to be that guy, but... You know, I, I'm mind. listen. You are I'm that a, guy. Hold on, well, listen. I, I'm, I'm in a fantasy league. I'm in a fantasy league, a keeper league with Jared. It would have 34 deep. We are Jared. Yeah, yeah, 34. Right? 34 is the roster size. My team's got awful. 
I inherited a god-awful team. I actually got Jared. I was able to finagle a first-round pick for Julio Jones when the same owner of this team last year couldn't swing that deal. All right? Going to make it happen. So then you got to look at your team and be like, my team stinks. I want the number one overall pick. I'm proud to say I have no wins on the season. I think this week, Jared, I'm projected to score like 58 points. <laughs> yeah. There's no shame in tanking, boys. I want the number one overall pick because I got to rebuild my team from scratch. I want to dictate who I get. Well, and I keep saying that to the to the other guys. It's like when you have all that draft capital, you can turn it into the players you want, whether they're in the draft, whether they're on other people's teams. Those, those have constant value like players don't. Right. Listen, a even if the Giants. A second round pick to all of us. Christian Kirk is different to you than he is to me. Even if the Giants decide to keep Daniel Jones and not trade or not draft uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence, somebody will want that pick to draft Trevor Lawrence. There's capital that comes out of that. So that's my yes. bigger point here. I, I'd like to see Daniel Jones improve. I would like Daniel Jones to be the guy. It would be amazing when you consider when Saquon gets back, there's two pieces. Andrew Thomas plays better. There's three. You're on your way. So that's the way I see it for the Giants. I hope the Giants get their first win this week. But if they don't, I'm going to get off the couch when the game is over. And I'm going to go grab something to eat. Either way. <laughs> okay. With that being said, let's move on to picks. Last week, Ovi was my was my competition. We both went ten and four. Sean, one game behind, nine and five. Joe, eight and six. We're keeping it close every week. I mean, the win percentages don't show up, but we are only a couple games behind. Sadly, Joe always being in that that last spot, your win percentage is lower, but. Just like his fantasy league. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> listen, I, I, listen, I'm nine games off the off the pace here, and you guys are notoriously bad pickers, so it'll catch up. Notoriously bad? Okay. I don't, I don't know. Ten wins is still bad? Damn. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say. Uh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're, you're looking at what happened this past week, and you're in your – I'll go 14. I'll go 14 and two this week. Ready? Okay. All right. Well, we will see. Are you going to bet uh, five dollars to make it fifteen hundred? Yes. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. Let, let's start off. I'll give you all five dollars, and you collectively pay me fifteen hundred dollars next week if I go fourteen and two. Deal. I'll give you guys a payment plan too. You don't have to I'm pay it all 15, at once. That's five hundred a piece, guys. What do you say? <laughs> Jeez. All right. <laughs> Now let's let's talk about the game we just talked about. Washington coming to MetLife to take on the Giants. You know you know where where I'm going. I, I pick them every week. I'm going with my Giants. Sean, who are you taking? Yeah, I haven't picked the Giants in a couple of weeks, but uh, this week I'm going to go with them. Be in Washington at home. Uh, I could see a, a relatively low scoring game just because both these offenses aren't great and both their defense are playing at a high level. So I would say Giants win by a score of twenty to uh, twenty to sixteen. I'll say. Well, no, um, 20, twenty to thirteen. Redskins are scoring sixteen. It's gonna be 
3-3 at halftime, and then it'll start picking up at <laughs> the third quarter. But I got a hunch that the Giants will etch it out here. Always the most pessimistic. <sighs> By the way, today's Christmas Coney. I'm not eating my feelings. I'm drinking them. <laughs> but thank you anyway. Um, I think the Giants do win this game. I think they win a close one. I think they win this one 20 to 17. And it it won't be that the Giants win the game. It'll be that Washington blows it at the end. Because if there's one thing the Giants can't do, it's win a game at the end. But Washington also has that problem in a big way. So I think the Giants get gift wrapped at a game here. I also believe Daniel Jones' streak of not throwing touchdown passes continues. Okay. Washington doesn't know what they're doing. And I think, uh, like you're saying about the left tackle, it takes a couple games to get your head around it. He didn't do a lot of it in college. I mean, the Giants feel like they might come around here. I don't I don't think it'll be close. I think the Giants win by double digits. And remember, they got Alex that. Smith that's starting, right? Alex Smith is starting for Washington? Yes, yeah, if Kyle Allen can't go. Then yeah. Kyle Allen's been cleared to play. But oh, again, yeah. listen, this is fine. another situation where, like, the backup was Kyle Allen, and you're like, well, ugh. and now the backup is Alex Smith, and you're like, well, that's a good backup. Look, <laughs> I, I can kind of get behind. That's a again, that's a guy who's that's been the same thing we're talking about Dalton. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's also a guy who just got Joe Theismann a couple years ago. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't be too high on Alex Smith after that that group. Yeah, Joe Theismann couldn't walk again. Uh, this guy's back in action. That's yeah, because medicine has yeah, because of the advancements in technology. Yeah. A, his leg would be off at this point if we were still living twenty years. If this happened twenty years ago. Listen, Alex Smith, I think by virtue of playing his comeback player of the year. If he throws four touchdowns and ten picks the rest of the way, I still give him that award. Just because uh, yeah. he showed up. Alex Smith hate, hate you, are you. I, I, I love him. I, I was excited to see him back. But th- there's no way he, he helps this Washington f- football team that much. Come but on, now, you're kind of like that energy. Now let's go on to the AFC South. The Texans go to the Titans, who just dominated the Buffalo Bills last night. I, I'm going with – I was the only one to pick them to win last night out of us. I'm sticking with the Titans, and Derrick Henry's going to throw MFers all over the place, stiff arm them, throw them all over like he did Josh Norman last night. I'm taking the Titans. Sean, what do you think? Yeah, I wasn't sold on the Titans really uh, before this week, but uh, they got a huge statement win last night, uh, beating a really good team in the Bills and beating them up pretty bad. So uh, their defense is playing at a high level. I think that they'll shut down uh, Deshaun Watson in this game, and I think Derrick Henry will get going. I think getting A.J. Brown back for Tannehill was huge too. Um, He was probably the best rookie receiver last year, so I I think that he'll continue to help that offense. I think the Titans will win big in this one. I'd probably say – Titans 35 to Texans 20. Well, I'm taking the Texans on this one. I Whoa. think um, since the firing of the coach, the Texans, they're playing with freedom. They, they're playing with loose chains here and there. And they're, they're all playing, playing for freedom. their 
they're all playing for their career right now and there's a, a huge statement that's going on in houston and they're gonna put up a fight so don't don't quit on the texans they got the talent i'm picking texas over the titans uh no um <laughs> you know listen uh, last night i saw a lot of people a lot of people jumped off the josh allen train and i and i get that but those same clowns are still on the deshaun watson train how does a guy go one in four and you're like man he's great they took his weapons away and he's really hurting his defense has some problems too i think the titans roll big in this one yeah i agree with that yeah. oh titans oh yeah titans big uh, Texans are going to have no answers for that running game. Uh, Derrick Henry's a bad mother trucker. Give me the oh. Titans pick. Also, you can't get down on Jared Allen. Did you see that bullet he threw for that touchdown? That was, that was beautiful timing, beautiful accuracy. The, the Titans are a good team. You can't get down on him because he oh, yeah. went to a good team. A oh, good Tannehill's team at home off a bye. Tannehill's a great example of what we're saying with Andy Dalton here. Uh, coming from Miami, that didn't have the offensive line. They didn't have the weapons around him. And then all of a sudden, you look at this same guy you've been looking at in Miami. We knew Tannehill. We knew him. And I said this when he went to Tennessee. You might see him surrounded with some people that can play football and actually turn into an NFL quarterback. And right, he was the uh, he was the backup, right, to uh, Marcus Mariota, right, Jared? All backup. Interesting. Hmm. (laughs) Interesting how that just recently played out in a huge way. Is is that the theme for today? Backup versus starter. Certainly sounds like it. Yeah, Marcus Mariota is a a whole different story than Dak, who's actually a top ten quarterback. That was uh, that was last year's team name, Dak Dak, fourth and four. Okay, so it's not exactly what happened, so we're wrong. Also, the Titans have a solid defense. You can't say the same for the Cowboys. So, Jason, Sean, I understand the situation slightly different. I'm just saying there's basic precedent for these things working out. Where yeah, and maybe maybe Josh Rosen still has an opportunity somewhere to show us that happening again where a starting quarterback becomes a backup becomes a good starter i'm I, still yeah. pulling for the guy i agree with your take i just don't know why you're so sold on andy dalton i'm just trying to be nice because jared's here oh, okay. <laughs> all right that makes sense why Joe did you not say from... that the first time i would have like changed <laughs> change everything here quarterback because if we lined up all the starting starting quarterbacks for week six right now and had to, and and did team pickup played a pickup game where we're all just taking quarterbacks, does he go in the top sixteen? Is he Hold in on. the top half of quarterbacks? Jared, here here you go. Ready for this? Let me ask you. Let me ask all of you in this room a question. Did everybody go in their fantasy league and see if uh, Andy Dalton was available? Nope. No, because I got Justin Herbert, baby. I did, and I signed him. And I got Chase Claypool in two different leagues. I, I got Patrick Mahomes. I don't think I need Dalton. <laughs> yeah, I, have, I have Russell Wilson in my other league. You, you would, you'd only need Andy Dalton if your starting quarterback got hurt, OV. Yeah, I, I got Burrow also. He, he does give me points. Thanks. Hey, you know who I picked up in the 16th round of that of our, of our league, guys? Do you remember? Do, you got you got Jones? 
guy named uh, James Robinson. I don't know if you'd heard oh. of him at the time, mm. but, uh, but now it's probably you're probably hey, familiar. I am prepared for injuries in the future. I do got some backups. They're benched. That's probably why I'm not doing so well. I'm hoping, hopefully, I'm not praying for people to get hurt, but uh, oh, you got backups. I got backups. Backups. <laughs> backups to the backups. All right, Obi, you just mentioned how your backup quarterback was Joe Burrow. Now let's talk about Joe Burrow going to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. I picked the Colts. Easy, easy. <laughs> Bengals have not shown me anything. Colts bounce back after tough loss to the Browns. Sean, what do you think? Yeah, the Colts defense is actually one of the better defenses in the league right now, um, especially in the secondary. So it's going to be a, a tough go for Joe Burrow. Um, I'm sure that he'll have another rough day, uh, especially after the rough day he had against the Ravens. And I, I think that the Colts, uh, like you said, will bounce back um, with a good win. I think Jonathan Taylor will get going. I think that he'll have a huge game. So I see the Colts winning this one. Um, I'd probably say 27-13. to 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the I feel like the Colts are uh, a mediocre team, and I feel like the Bengals are a team on the rise. It's gonna be a tough road game for them, but I think they're gonna pull this one off. I'll take the Bengals twenty-two, Colts seventeen. All right, Jared, what do you think? I like the Colts here. I think it's a relatively easy pick with the Bengals kind of uh, struggling to make their way. You know, they're the freshman kid. Um, yeah, I like the Colts. No, I think it'll be a close game. It's probably a close game. 26-21 Colts. All right. All right. And then uh, the Falcons, they just fired their head coach, Dan Quinn, and GM uh, Thomas Dimitrov and named the uh, defense coordinator Raheem Morris as interim head coach. They go to Minnesota to take on the Vikings, who narrowly lost to the Seahawks last week. I think they continue that momentum, and they they beat down a, a battered Falcons team. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think the Falcons – Actually, might be worse than the Giants right now. Um, their their defense is terrible. Their offense uh, just can't can't get it going, uh, even with all the explosive weapons that they have. So I agree. I think the Vikings will actually blow out the Falcons in this game. Uh, Vikings offenses look really good with uh, Jefferson and Thielen, and then um, obviously Cook. And even if Cooks hurt, Madison looked good last Ooh. week and stepped up big time. What's so, his name, uh, man? Alexander Madison, baby. Alexander, you guys are Madison. great. And uh, yeah, but and the Vikings secondary—they uh, have a very young secondary, but they've all been playing really well. Uh, two rookies and a and a third-year guy back there, but they they really stepped up. So I, I think Vikings win in a blowout in this one. I hate to see the Falcons go to zero and six. I find it hard to believe it's going to happen, but it definitely is. I definitely think Minnesota's got a little more firepower. I think being on the road is going to make it too tough for the Falcons. Uh, and I almost agree with Sean that it could be a blowout. I'm going to say. 32 to 17. All right. Well, we, that's fair. That's, that's Dad, nice. I, I picked the Vikings in this game. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That 32 17 sounds right about, uh, just about right. I like Madison to have a huge game here. <clears throat> Pop quiz Joe, who was Mr. Irrelevant 2019 in the Dynasty League. What's I'm his gonna, name, man? 
Alexander Madison. (laughs) Yes, man. Yes, I picked him up last year at the end of the draft. You asked Dizzle someday how many times a week he hears the name Alexander Madison because I've been louding this guy forever. Now is the time. Uh, Man. Uh, I remember last year you and I had just finished recording a throwing jabs, Jared, and we were talking fantasy, and we both were talking about Alexander Madison. He was a guy I picked up and stashed because of Dalvin Cook's injuries, and you you were also really high on him. So Yeah, Chase Edmonds been another Sorry. one to have. Yeah, you're right. For sure. You're right. Yeah, I but, like the Vikings big here, double digits. But I, I, I want to talk a little bit more on the Falcons here. There's a lot of rumors going around right now with the 49ers, starting to get into some quarterback trouble last week, benching Jimmy Garoppolo in favor for uh, Berthart. Could we see a trade that reunites Kyle Shanahan with Matt Ryan? What do you guys think? No. Uh, I don't don't think they would want to go back. Absolutely not. And and as far as uh, Garoppolo is concerned, they're protecting his safety and his health. That's the reason why they benched him. So I will ease the noise on that one. Okay. I mean, Ovi, you you said week one that you thought Trevor Lawrence was going to go to the Falcons. That was your pick. Actually, I told you that in week three. uh, I came late to the show. But uh, Trevor Lawrence will be the number one pick. I didn't change my mind at all. The 49ers lost all of their stars. There's nothing over there. I think uh, if you get Matt Ryan right now, you lose by less. It's why I told little Chris not to take the, you didn't take the trade with Sammy Watkins and John Brown. And those aren't the guys you want in a dynasty football league. When you're, when the ship is sinking, cause they're going to put up, did they'll be competitive, but did, you'll lose by less. And I feel like it's that kind of move to get Matt Ryan right now. Can you, with that decimated defense, no wide receivers and no running backs, there's not a single proven weapon on that team outside of George Kittle. Can you, do, I don't want to play quarterback with uh-uh. Matt Ryan. I tell him, hell no, I'll stay right here. My own five Falcons. That's I, I mean, <clears throat> Yeah, you spend a lot of money and lose by less. It's not a it's not a good move. All right. All right. Uh, I'm not I'm not I haven't spoken on this yet. Okay. What do you think, Joe? Well, Matt Ryan's 35 years old. This team's about to blow it up. It only makes sense that you would move Matt Ryan, tank out, take Trevor Lawrence. This 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 is a great move for the Falcons. You got a week to get it done, so do it. I, I agree with that. Yeah, you, me too. you're losing. There's obvious. There is some sort of QB dilemma in San Fran, and Kyle Shanahan and Matt Ryan has proved he can perform under Kyle Shanahan. As soon as Kyle Shanahan left, that's when Matt Ryan imploded. So there obviously is some sort of connection there. So, so Jace, you think the Niners are a threat with Matt Ryan? Uh, no, I, I, I think no, but I think they can better. Best, yeah. I, I think it's if, worth if a shot. The it's worth a shot. If they get it done, they should. If the Falcons can get that done, I think they should. But the Niners, 
It just loses. If by you're by. having quarterback problems and this issue is is given right in front of you, if you're given this possible solution, why not take it? I don't. I don't know if they would want to give up like future assets for a QB who's pretty much on the way out of the the league at this point. Also, look at their depth at D line. They could trade someone to get some to get him. Like it's 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 doable. Right, one one other that. thing is we're always talking about Trevor Lawrence, but let's not forget Trey Lance from North Dakota State, and let's not forget Justin Fields from Ohio State. Ohio, yeah. This next draft is going to be stacked with quarterbacks. So whoever tanks or whatever it is, they're going to be in a good position to draft a We'd quarterback. We say that every year, and we try to make it like there's four or five quarterbacks, when truth be told, there's probably one, unless we're talking about 1983. There's two. Stop that nonsense. There's okay. never there's never really more than, than a couple in any draft. That's just how it goes. So, you know, you know again, I, I like my guys to, to have played games and proven. I think if you look at, at, at Haskins and what his biggest problem is, just a lack of experience. Hey, mark this. Mark this. Trevor Lawrence is not the best quarterback in the draft this year. The guy who is, he also plays in domes. Not Justin Fields. You're welcome. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're too much. Anyways, anyways. No, the, this this year's draft <laughs> is an O-line draft. Took me a second. I know. I know. Only you. Only you, Jared. Well, let's move on. Ravens go to Lincoln Field to take on the Eagles. Uh, I mean, the Battle of the Birds. This one should be easy. Ravens by a trillion. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I agree that the Ravens get a win. Um, although I think the Eagles will will make it a matchup for a little bit. Um, they've been playing better as the past two weeks. Carson Wentz has looked better, um, even without uh, most of their weapons. He, he's made it work. So, and I like the way their defense has been playing. So, I think the Ravens do get the win. I think it will be a little bit closer, though. I'd probably say it's a score of thirty-one to. 22. Okay. Yeah, I think the window for Philadelphia is, uh, came and went. Um, <laughs> let's say 24-10, Ravens. I don't know, guys. I just have a hard time believing the Eagles could really be this bad or that the NFC East as a whole could honestly be Do you this think the bad. Ravens are this bad to lose to the Eagles? No, but listen, they're oh, playing sorry. at the link. They're playing at the link. It's a tough oh. place to play. Oh, man. It's a tough it's place true. to play. We know the Eagles are a gritty team. Don't, don't give me this BS. You're, you're picking the Ravens. I'm picking the Ravens by two touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Ovi, do I even have to ask you? It's at the link. I didn't sell it at no, all, huh? I, I got the Ravens <laughs> on this one. No. Um, I actually want to re rewind a little bit. To your point about the the NFL draft and QBs, Joe, we've seen Joe Burrow already. We've seen Justin Herbert. We're just waiting for Tua to come out uh, for for the Dolphins. Just Jalen Hurts for the Eagles. I I think he might be someone who can come in and give that team a spark to get them going again. You think that based on what? Based on how he played last Sunday. That's what I'm, we're going to base it on because he came in a couple of oh, drives 
and he he made some completions. He he he's the right guy and a good fit for that organization. Oh, good. Then let me what change my pick. I'll take the Eagles here. He's not starting, buddy. He's I'm not starting. Playing. No, I understand that. Mm. Again, what what does that have to do with anything then? No, I'm just saying we have four from this past draft. We have four potential QBs that could come in and start this year. Mm-hmm. That I'm just rewinding to that point that you said in our last time. Right. The, the Dolphins are just dying to roll Tua out. They must feel great about him. Not, you know not what, the way you Fitzpatrick know, is playing. You know what you do when the price is too high on the wedding dress? Tagaveloa. That's funny. <laughs> Tagaveloa. You're welcome. Oh, it's too much, dude. <laughs> All right. Browns at Steelers. AFC North matchup. This one's actually, I think, a lot tougher than we think. But but I'm just going to go favorite here. I, I think the Steelers defense is just going to be too much for a uh, struggling, inexperienced O-line. Uh, that that D-line is going to be smothering. Steelers get the win at home. I'm going to go with the upset on this one, actually. Um, I'm going to pick the Browns in this one. I think that the Steelers will get their first. Uh, they won't have many this year, I don't think, but the, they'll get the first one. Um, I think that Miles Garrett is going to be an absolute uh, wrecking machine Sunday. I think that he's going to be uh, in the backfield all day again after Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, I think Kareem Hunt, <clears throat> if he plays, um, will continue to do what he's doing on the ground. Um the Browns' rushing attack has obviously obviously been great. And then uh, I think the Steelers' secondary has been a little shaky lately, so we could see a lot from Odell and Jarvis. And then uh, just for the Steelers' offense, I don't think that you can expect Chase Claypool to have another day like that. So I think that the Browns will win a close uh, divisional matchup by a score of 27-24. to 24. Okay. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but the Steelers have started off 3-0 and like three times ever. So it, it's rare for this team to be. 72 and 79 won the Super Bowl both other times too. Yeah, crazy. So oh, the, uh, the Steelers, you know, could they get off to a 5-0 and start? I kind of feel like Sean on this one where I, I don't know. Something something just says Browns 5-1, and Steelers 5-1. and To me, just makes a lot more sense. Then the Steelers going five, you know, and you're right, Sean, they're not going to lose a lot of games this year and they're probably not going to lose a lot of games at home. But I think this is going to be that that game. I think it's going to be the matchup of the weekend, possibly, um, maybe with the exception of Buffalo KC. So I'm excited for this one. But, yeah, I feel like uh, I think the Browns have just enough right now to take out the Steels, the Steelers, the Steels. <laughs> All right, Ovi, what you got? I am picking the Pittsburgh Steelers in this game. I think the, for them, it's a big statement to win against the Browns. I think the Browns, I mean, they're a good team. They've shown that they're good. But uh, this is a comeback year for Ben Roethlisberger. It's a comeback as a team. I mean, they finished 8-8 eight and eight last year. And they're going to be double digits. I expect them to win at least 11 games this season. And I expect them to reach to the Super Bowl this year. Does it feel weird saying that, Ovi, that for the Steelers, that the Browns is an important game and that the Browns is a good team? It <laughs> it's been weird? a long time since, I don't know, since, I, since I've been Do alive we, to say. I think that? ever since the Browns, the organization left Cleveland, yeah. it's been ever, that long. Ever since Belichick was really the last time that they were even competitive. 
back in the 90s. Yep. All right, Jared, who you got? Um, taking Bernie Kosar. <laughs> no, no, I like the Steelers. I don't think uh, I don't think the Browns are are. I think their record doesn't really reflect what they have going on here. And to be fair to what Joe said, neither does the Steelers. But uh, shh. That, that wasn't me. Um, yeah, I don't like uh, I don't like the Browns. I don't think they're as good as as they've been playing thus far. And I think they may field some controversy in this game, some real adversity. Okay. All right. And then I thought, uh, wait, I thought that was your upset of the week alarm that was going off. No. Well, <laughs> uh, <I> thought- <laughs> Possible upset of the week here. Bears go to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Right now, the Panthers are favored to win. They've been playing good ever since they struggled early on. But Bears still 4-1. They pulled off a, a close one against the Bucks last week. I, 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 think, I think the Bears come in to Carolina and they get a dub here then. Dub here again. I, I think Nick Foles is cruising. I, I, I'm really liking the Bears right now. Bears are, Bears are going to get it done. What do you think, Sean? I agree. I'm going to go with another upset on this one. Uh, I think the Bears will get the job done. I think it will be a, a really good game. Two teams that are hot right now. Um, Panthers, especially on offense, the way that Teddy Bridgewater has been playing. And uh, Mike, Devitt, or Mike Davis just stepping in for McCaffrey, uh, pretty much seamless, has been playing really well. But uh, like you said, the Bears' defense is better um, than this Panthers' offense. I think that they'll contain them uh, for the most part. And then Allen Robinson is a wide receiver that doesn't get a lot of respect, but um, in my eyes is probably a top-10 receiver in the league. Um, He's very underrated just because he hasn't had a lot of good quarterbacks. But going against Eli Apple this week, he's going to have a huge week. And uh, I think David Montgomery will too, the Bears' running back. So I will take the Bears. um, I'll say 30 to the Panthers, uh, 21. I see it happening the exact opposite. 30-21 Panthers. I think these two teams will uh walk away with uh a, a tie in the uh in the uh NFC. That's what happens yeah, in this one. I agree with that. Like you were saying in the last game, these both look like four and two teams to me. I don't yep. think the Panthers look like three and three. I don't think the Bears look like five and one. If you ask me after six, they both look like four and two teams. So I'm with you. I'm taking the Panthers. All right, Ovi. I'm taking the Bears in this one. I like Nick Foles. I think he'll he'll get the job done. All right, and then the then we go to the struggling teams. The one and three Lions go down to Jacksonville to take on the one and four Jaguars. Um, this is a toilet bowl game. I guess I'm just going to go with Matt Patricia and the Lions here. Uh, that's the best I got. Jags, I, I think, are still in the tanking phase of their season. So, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go Lions here. Yeah, I'm surprised that this game isn't on Thursday night. Um, seems like it would make perfect sense. But uh, I'm going to go with the, the Jags on this one. Or, no, excuse me, I'm going to go with the Lions on this one. Um, the Jags' defense is pretty banged up right now. Most of their best players are – questionable for this game with cj henderson and uh, miles jack and josh allen so 
I could see Matt Stafford uh, airing it out in this game. Uh, I think that they'll get a lot through the passing game um, with Marvin Jones and Amendola and Galladay. So I think that the air attack for the Lions will be their all game. Um, and I think Gardner Minshew will will have this offense going for a little bit. So I could see a high scoring affair. I would take the Lions uh, 38 to the Jags uh, 28. I really like the Jaguars. They certainly uh, they certainly throw the ball a lot, which I like because I do have all their receivers. I'm a fantasy teams. I don't know how that keeps working out. I wish that didn't happen, but it, it keeps doing it. Um, I'm not even joking. And I, except for I don't have DJ Chalk, which would You're make sure. it all worthwhile. <laughs> well, that's the only one I the one guy I don't have. Uh, I want the Jaguars doing that. Yeah, I know. I want the Jaguars to win this game in the worst way, but I know the Lions are going to. Oh, I disagree. I'll take the Jags. I like the Jags. This is a good young ball club, man. James Robinson, like I said, I mean, to be fair, shout out to Dizzle, who had the scout on this guy. Did you scout this James Robinson guy? And then picked up a bunch of people in the draft, had to cut him. So I have him in all my leagues, but that dynasty league, to be fair, Dizzle had him first. This James Robinson kid is thorough. Chanel, I really like who you have on your team. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Minshew, and it's just like a, a good group of young guys that that ball. I think that I think they're going to beat the Lions. I don't think they're going to be a great team this year, but in two or three years, this is a team to watch out for. They got a, they got a couple young studs, and uh, and they they've done well. They've done well in the drafts recently, and I like the Jags in this one. Low scoring ball game, seventeen fourteen, okay, seventeen thirteen. Let's say I got the Lions on this one. All right. Joe, did you pick Lions or Jags? You gave me Lions. Uh, Lions. I did say Lions. Although Jared made such a good case, but <laughs> Lions it is. Okay. All right. Carry on. Now, due to Stefan Gilmore testing positive for COVID nineteen, this game was supposed to happen last week, but now it's they moved it to this week. Uh, we all picked the Patriots last week. I, I, uh, is anyone changing their pick right now? No, thank you. No, I'll keep it. All right. I'm with the Pats, too. Okay. All right. Easy. Easy. Pats get it done in Foxborough. Then QB matchup, Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Who y'all got? Um, I'm gonna go with the Packers. Um, although I'm very reluctant because I just have a I have a weird feeling that uh, it's gonna be a really good game and that the Bucks. I, I have a, a hard time seeing them at three and three, but I think that the Packers will um, pull it out late. I think it's gonna be a very good game. Um, I'm very excited for it. Two uh, pretty good offenses going up against each other, but. I, I just don't think the Bucks will have enough on defense to answer for this Packers offense, even though their defense has been playing really well so far. Um, so I, I give the advantage to Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones um, on the offensive side of the ball. And I think that their defense will get after Tom Brady um, with the Smith brothers getting some pressure. So I'll take the Packers by a score of 33 to the Bucks 28, 27. I'm going 36-23, and I think, once again, I think Tom Brady at 3-3. Three and three, You think about the chatter this week, him not knowing what down it was. 
And that's exactly what happened. And he knows that's what happened. Tom Brady should really probably won and done it with the Bucks and get on with his life. Now I'm sticking with the Bucks on this one. I think they'll change it around. This is a typical Brady type deal. They start, you know, real slow at the beginning. Given the fact that uh, we didn't have any preseason and we're now rolling along with this with the NFL now, regular season, I think the Bucks will take it. It'll be a close game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks win by a field goal. All right. All right. <clears throat> High scoring game 37 31. Bucks. Bucks. All right. Upset City, baby. Listen, same spiel as last week when I picked the Titans. Aaron Rodgers coming off a bye. He's gonna get he's gonna get the win. Tom Brady was out was able to out QB the rookie in Justin Herbert. That was a shootout. But he's not gonna be able to out shoot out Aaron Rodgers off a of bye, off rest. Packers get it done here. And and they are they move on to five and oh, and they are a force to be reckoned with. Now let's move on to the West Coast. The Rams go to San Fran and the Niners. Uh, I mean the Rams four and one, Niners two and three. Aaron Donald is playing out of his mind four sacks last week. Um, I, I, I think the success continues. Jalen Ramsey is going to shut down whoever, whoever they have, whoever Bert, Bert, Bert Hard or Garoppolo tries to throw it to Jalen Ramsey is going to be in their face. Rams are Rams are just going to get it done. Plain and simple. Did you hear what you said, Jace? Now, I totally agree with you. The Rams are going to get it done. But you were like, uh, now you're a football knowledgeable guy, and I understand that. But you said th- those, um, you know, the the guys on the 49ers roster, you know. And that's who they are right now. It's Ketchup and Mustard yeah. and Debo Sam and a bunch of guys you never really heard of um, patched together in their bench and Garoppolo. I mean, I knew who that was, but then they benched him. Their, their defense is torn to shreds. Negative four on my fantasy team. It lost me my first game of the week. This is this is a team up against the ropes, and they're facing a heavy hitter this week. I like the Rams big. This might be 31-6. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. Um, oh, sorry. I agree, no, though. I, I think the Rams are going to overwhelm the Niners' offense. Um, they still have a question mark, obviously, at QB. They don't know who's going to start the game. Um, I think George Kittle might get it going and most are, but for the receivers on the outside, uh, having to go against Ramsey and uh, John Johnson, I don't think it's going to end well uh, with the likes of Brandon Ayuk. So, um, I, yeah, I think that they're just going to overwhelm them. The Rams' offense is playing very good, too. So, with the Niners being injured all over the place, I think Rams will win big in this one. I'd probably go Rams 34 to the Niners uh, 16. Oh, I like that score, Sean, too. Yeah, the Rams easy in this one. The 49ers are obviously in big trouble. Things are not going the way they thought they would. Way too many injuries there. And uh, I think the Rams right now look good. They're playing really good football. Jared Goff's, I think, proving that he's a pretty good quarterback after a couple down years. Yeah, I agree. I'm going. I'm going for the Rams on this. Rams well, started. Oh, go ahead. 
Ram, it just took a, a whole year of a of a Super Bowl hangover for the Rams, I guess. They're starting to get back to form to where they did make it to the Super Bowl. So. When we first started dating almost a decade ago, I asked my wife to name all the football teams she could. She said the 69ers. So that's mm-hmm. that, was on her, that was on our list. That's, you're welcome. Uh, uh, <laughs> now, th- this was supposed to be the Thursday night football Make a hell of a team now that I'm, I mean. <laughs> yeah. That might be a Laundre football league team. <laughs> but uh, this was supposed to be the Thursday night game. Got moved to Monday night because the, the Bills game got moved to last night. So I guess that there is a Thursday night curse. We can't have good games on Thursday. Chiefs go to Buffalo to take on the Bills. And this one, plain and simple, science for me. Defending Super Bowl champs are not going to lose two in a row. I'm taking the Chiefs to get it done on the road. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this is going to be a really fun game. Two very good offenses, but um, I'm going to give the slight advantage to the Chiefs, obviously, because they have the best player in the league, and uh, they're just too explosive on offense. So I think uh, Tredavious White and uh, and Poyer and Micah Hyde might be able to slow them, contain them for a little bit, but you can't expect to slow down the receivers on the Chiefs. Uh, they're the fastest players in the NFL. And uh, I think Josh Allen will bounce back this week um, after a rough game last night, but uh, I think the Chiefs will be too much on offense. I think it will be a high-scoring affair with the Chiefs taking it by a score of uh, 35 to 30. Buffalo digs in and makes a stand here. 29-28. Bills. You know, it's funny. Everybody keeps saying that the Chiefs well, we had the whole conversation about the Chiefs going undefeated. That's are they a fifteen and one team now, Joe? No, you know what they are now. I think they're a fourteen and two team because it seems to me that the Chiefs tend to lose in bunches, and I think Jared Allen's the third best quarterback in the league. So I think the Bulls, Josh, I think hey. the Bills, yeah, baby, I think the Bills are going to punch the Chiefs right in the face. It's going to be thirty-six to thirty-one. Uh, Bills going to pull it out late behind Whoa. some amazing Jared. Amazing, well, Jared I'm Allen. S- I'm gonna Josh. say that um, Josh. Josh Allen. Sorry, Jared Jones. That's my thing. <laughs> the Chiefs are gonna defeat the Bills, and I'm gonna be happy because I'm gonna come right out of work Monday, and we'll sit on my couch eat my dinner and watch a football game. Who who is not excited to see a football game at five o'clock in the afternoon Ooh. Eastern uh, time? I mean, yes, I'm happy. You know, bring it on. So I got the Chiefs, and there are a from a fifteen and one. I'm gonna say they're a thirteen and three team, but they're definitely gonna beat the Bills on Monday. Okay, all right, <laughs> all right. Now, uh, no comment from Joe, man. What's you're up? You're just gonna keep giving <laughs> one extra loss to whatever Joe says. That's fine. <laughs> all right. I don't believe in the Chiefs anymore. That's why I believe in the Bills. I think the Bills are going to go 14 and 2. I think I said that a couple weeks ago. That is After a really last solid time? squad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're going to get it together. I just right. don't. I, looking at the history of Mahomes, after they come over the loss, they, they, they put up more points the following week. And they've been doing that since Mahomes been in that team. So 
third year. They're gonna Has make he that ever happen. done it in Buffalo? He will. Mm, maybe. This is the first time he plays Buffalo Bills. So we'll Good. see. It's cold. It's cold up there. Yeah, Not so right is now. Kansas City. So it's still warm. You think Kansas City and Buffalo are similar in temperatures? Do you need a map? <laughs> no, or no, 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 no. Which one would you like? No, no. no I've been, you, I've been upstate New York. I lived upstate New York before. No. Did you not see that game a couple years ago, the Pats and the, the Chiefs? It, it gets just as cold in Kansas City as it does in Buffalo. It's just later during the Richter, year. They're going to win all three of those games. What are you talking about? But the climate, I, I got to look this up. Josh Allen's been telling you how good he is. You don't want to believe him. Let's see when the season's over. You can talk talk your garbage now. Because you'll be sorry in a few weeks. (laughs) You're going to be very sorry. (laughs) I'm not talking junk about Josh Allen. I like Josh Allen. Josh Allen. How dare you speak ill of Josh Allen? When when I was in college, I I was talking to my friends, and everyone was all like, yo, who's going to win the Heisman this year? And it was all like Lamar Jackson, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hey, there's this dude out of Wyoming. His name's Josh Allen. They're like, Wyoming? What? I'm like, no, he's going to be a top three draft pick or whatever. Yeah, but he I, wasn't. I know he's good. You were wrong about that. Okay. He's st- he's, he is still the, the second best quarterback. <laughs> the best quarterback in that draft. Joe. Uh, yeah, I, I know he that. is. We still I got a whole like season to determine that, man. We still got a whole season. Wait, Sean, say, I'm sorry. Sean's coming for me. What? No, I was just going to say, I respect Josh Allen. I actually know the guy's name, not Jared Allen. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Oh, no, I see what you're saying there. He's not the Viking at the end from the 2000s. I was talking. That's hilarious. <laughs> you have to understand what happens when you get old. Is you, I, I was you, just, confuse, you confuse names. The, uh, the other day, uh, we were. T- I was on Keys to the City, and... Uh, 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 I can't even remember the Keys brother's name. Ted Keys was talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they're great. He was like Lynn Swan and the other guy, and I said Dante Stallworth. Mm. <laughs> John yeah, Stallworth yeah. is the guy. Yeah, no the relation, guy. by the way. Uh, so that's how my brain works. Also, I'm a huge Yankee fan, and there was a pitcher for the Blue Jays named Aaron Sanchez. And all the time when I'm talking about Gary Sanchez and Aaron Judge, I just lump them together as Aaron Sanchez because it's a name that my brain knows. But regardless of Jared Jared Allen or Josh Allen, and I was looking at Jared Jones's name on the screen before. That's what threw me for a loop when I said it. But I'm not not here to make excuses. I'm just curious why Jace was such a big Josh Allen fan, and now he's such a hater. I'm not a hater. He's going up against the defending. Sounds Super like Bowl it. Champs. I, I said this came down to science. Are the defending Super Bowl champs going to lose two games in a row? No. But Buffalo is. Are, are they the defending Super Bowl champs? That's no. what determines the exactly. of the football game? If that's how you're when determining who wins games, I, boy, that explains just, a lot. They, they yeah, and that's know. why I'm leading. However, that's why I have the best picks. That's why my percentage is the best on both this and college football. Plus, he picks the Giants every week like a yes. dog. Imagine. He'd be like undefeated if he that. didn't pick the Giants. Well, let's, let's, let's leave the college football alone for now. And let's focus on this next game. How about that? I had a bad week. I had a bad week. Yes, you did, my friend. Yes, you did. All right. Let's talk Monday Night Football. 
Cardinals go to Dallas to take on your Cowboys, Jared. I'm going to start off and say Cardinals are going to get it done. Kyler Murray greater than Andy Dalton. I do think the Cowboys are going to rely on Zeke Elliott a lot more. And I think that will benefit them and keep them close in this game. But I think the combination of Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins will just be too much for this struggling defense. I know it was a it's a big loss for the Cardinals now that they don't have Chandler Jones for the rest of the season. But but I think they will make it work. Their secondary is really good. I, I think that Andy Dalton's gonna struggle against Buda Baker and them. So let, let, let's start off with you, Jared. As a Cowboys fan, will the boys get it done at home on Monday yes. Night Football? Coming out party for Andy Dalton. See, what they're not going to do is throw two picks in the first quarter, fumble the ball on their first drive, give the ball away on third and 17. Andy Dalton coming out party. Cowboys win. Beat the Cardinals. Okay. 28-17. Yeah, big game. Andy Dalton, big game. All right. What do you got, Sean? Uh, I'm going to go with the Cardinals in this one. Um, I, I, don't have, I have no clue how the Cowboys are going to uh, try and stop DeAndre Hopkins, the best receiver in the league. Um, if they throw Tre- Trevon Diggs, uh, Jordan Lewis, it doesn't matter. He's going to go for probably 15 catches, 180, and three touchdowns, I'm sure. Um, I just don't see there's any way for them to stop them in this Cardinals offense. And uh, Andy Dalton, we'll see what he does. I, I think that um, I think that will still have the Cowboys um, working at a, at a functional pace, but I just I think Dak's a top ten quarterback. I think Andy Dolan. There's a reason why he's a backup quarterback in the league now. So um, I just don't think they'll get enough from him. I see the Cardinals win this game. Uh, I think it will be pretty close. I'd probably go Cardinals uh, thirty-four, Cowboys twenty-four. But uh, yeah, I got to go with Cardinals. Kyler Murray will not throw for three hundred yards in this game. Throw because Arizona will be <laughs> so far up that there won't need to be. I'm telling you, it's going to be a weird game. I think he's going to have one of those games where he runs for like a buck 40 <laughs> uh, and throws for like 290. But I think a lot of those will be touchdown passes. Um, I, I, I think this team's going to tear the Cowboys apart. And I'll tell you what I do think, Jared. I think the Cowboys lose this game, go to two and four, and then they get serious. Uh, and I think they'll be four and four before you know it. So I am going to take the Cardinals big in this one. All right. I hate to say this, but uh, I think they're already serious right now, especially with Prescott being injured uh, last Sunday. Uh, but I got a feeling that the Cowboys going to etch it out in the fourth quarter. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott will be the key person here to run. The last time these two teams played on Monday Night Football, Cowboys were able to win. This is a primetime show, and Dallas will take it. They will win by at least, I want to say, 11 points. But Dallas will win. All right. All right. Um, yeah. Jace, I was just going to – you forgot the Dolphins and Jets, too, on the on the thing, the schedule. Oh, okay. Dolphins against the Jets. Was not ESPN. My bad. But, uh, you know why? You know why he forget? This is a bye week for Miami. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, pretty forgettable I, game, I, I guess. I, I think we could just delete this, right? 
Like Matt Hardy and, and AEW? No? Delete, delete. <laughs> Miami, <laughs> Miami wins a game on their bye week only because it's against the Jets. It's still worth gasking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, the, the, the Jets are in tank mode. They just released Le'Veon Bell, the only redeeming player on that team. So, yeah, yeah, they're tanking. They're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Bell said he don't want to play for Gase anymore. He wanted out. The <laughs> uh, Severus is right. So and Steve Dolphin loves the away. Jets. Yeah, it's better to leave them out. Leave that game out, man. Yeah, Steve's the biggest uh, Sam Darnold supporter in the world. I figured it would just be an easy game for all, all, all of us to get a win. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, I, I'm well, taking the Dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins. Hey, give that give that game to Joe, man. He needs that victory. Ernest <laughs> said, "Never send to know for whom the bell tolls." Right? I'm pretty sure the bell is tolling. I wouldn't be so quick to believe somebody's going to pick this guy up either. I. Yeah, somebody will. A contender will. Somebody has win. to. You think so? Oh. Um, uh, yeah, the Bears. Hey. I, I, the Bears would be stupid not to. I, I, I think the Bears are, are in a position where uh, it, that would be a it would be a good move for them. It, you know you what I mean? Think Montgomery can shoulder the load over there. I think so far he really hasn't. I, I don't. Know, I think I'm probably... struggling against a sub with a subpar O line. I think having another guy, somebody like Le'Veon Bell, who I think. I don't. I mean, I don't think he's going anywhere to be the guy. They didn't I think his best bet is to be the other guy, and I think the Bears are the best situation for him. If you're asking me for my opinion, and if you're not, then forget it. Hey, I got um, some breaking news for you guys. I got to break out, but coming up at eight o'clock on All Four Downs podcast, breaking news: Nick Saban tested positive for COVID nineteen, and we got a couple of more games that's been postponed for this weekend. Check it out on the top of the hour. Guys, I'll see you guys later. Take care, Ovi. Yep. Uh, I do want to go around and see what – all right, Joe, you you think the Bears. Sean, where, where is Le'Veon Bell going to end up? Um, I don't know. I haven't really thought What is your who, best bet? Uh, my best bet, I would say – well, for team, I would say to watch out for is just watch out for a reunion with the Steelers, I would say. Because James Conner, he's still on the rookie contract. Um, he, after that one great year he had the first year where Le'Veon left, uh, he hasn't been great since. Um, and I think that they, they could use him a lot. And I think Le'Veon still got something in the tank. I think being in the Jets offense the past two years has been a detriment to him because Adam Gase is probably one of the worst play callers um, of all time and the offensive line sucks. So if it, I would just say watch out for uh, maybe a reunion back, him back to the Steelers. All right. You got a guess, Jared? Um, Lions, maybe. Lions? All right. Uh, I. Well, and that's the thing. I'm not at 49ers with Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I never think, know. I think the Chargers are, are the best bet. Austin Eckler's out, he's on the IR. Even with, uh, even when, uh, even uh, as long as Austin Eckler's b- been there, he's never been the main guy because he's always had Melvin Gordon. Yes, when Melvin Gordon had his contract disputes and was injured, he got a little bit more of the load. 
but still he he's better as as a two-headed dragon and i think Le'Veon bell can come in and take that spot take the brunt of the load as well as as play off with austin eckler so i i really like that and we haven't seen Le'Veon bell on the west coast and west coast football is so good right now speaking of the chargers the chargers raiders saints and seahawks all have buys this week now let's get to some fantasy talk starting off with our recap of the cmg league and i'm going to start this off with my first of the season state of the league address as the commissioner now we had a problem this week as we got a game moved to tuesday with the titans and the bills and and obviously the pats and uh broncos game got moved all the way to this week so if there is a game you need to if you are in this league you need to designate a covid bench player spot and you need to let the whole league including myself know who your player is for the week in the bench spot just in case a game goes out with covid just in case something happens that pl- I can move it as the as the G- as the commish. I can move the roster for you to put that person in for the starting player that that had the game issue. So make sure you guys do that. Um, that that's something. If you if you aren't in the CMG league and you're watching this right now, talk to your uh, league manager and commissioner. This is something that we got to do. Just with the world we're in right now, there's something that, that you just got to do because of COVID. And so make sure you have that all taken care of. And like Obi was saying, he's got a lot of backups. So you might want to keep more backups because who knows, maybe your QB, maybe your running back, maybe, you, you never know who's going to get COVID and what's going to happen. So you, you got to have that in the back of your mind. This isn't just another lead, just another year of fantasy football. You know what I mean? And now let us recap the league. That's what uh, I call these other screens, by the way. These are the <laughs> screens here. Those are the COVIDs. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> now let's recap the fan of the league last week. Joe, I got the win by 40 points. On you, you you're struggling. It, it was a close game. It was really close. But dang, dude, Justin Herbert came in big for me. Four TDs, and now I got Sean next week. Sean, you're struggling though, brother. Mm. What's this? Two in mm. a row for you? Three in a row. I, I started three. off two and zero. I started off two and zero, and I've lost three in a row. So, uh. The, the team we, we got to look ourselves in the mirror we gotta we gotta find out who we are and uh we're gonna move on and this week uh you, you've been playing well but uh hopefully the the winning streak uh, stops for you and the losing streak ends for me but uh we'll we'll find out it's not it's not looking good right now though hey my main man justin herbert's on a bye so that's that helps we'll, see. we'll see and now jared you just suffered your first loss how are you going to come back from this I did what? Didn't you say you did? No. no. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, you were. Oh, your other lead. You Let me hang on. Not I got bad. you. Got you. Jared, you have a two-game lead after five weeks on 
everyone in the 14 team league. I'm going yeah. to Disney World, baby. Oh, I don't know. It looks good early. I don't know. It's early. It's early. You're going to crown yourself this early? All right. Okay. I mean, hey, no, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a, I, hey, I got Alexander Madison, James Robinson, and Chase Edmonds. Those were my backups that I got at the end of the draft and said over and over and over again, give them four to six weeks. These guys will all be starters. James Robinson, Alexander Madison, Chase Edmonds. Now, it's a, it's like a dangerous tactic to do that with all those running backs on the end of your bench. But if stuff starts happening like it does this year, if halfway through the season they've replaced Drake and Cook, two of the most injury-prone guys, with two of the most capable backups, and Robinson beat those other guys out before the season even started. And now I've got all this cap. I've got David Johnson and Melvin Gordon and – I. I got like six starting running backs that are that are projected in the top 15 i mean that's that that that's and that's how i do it every year grab those handcuffs late that you think are capable like that and hope you can hang on to them long enough because the fact is you get injuries and have to cut those guys i haven't had to cut those guys i've had some of them starting to turn into starters i made two decent trades i think for uh chris chris godwin and michael thomas are on my bench I've been oh, yeah. patchworking my wide receiver core and I'm undefeated. Yeah. So I think this is a really, no, I'm not ready to crown myself yet, but this is, this is a solid ball club. This is a solid squad. You are right. You're right, Jared. You have, you, you are a fantasy guru, but now let's put those skills to the test. Do you see the new team name, Jace? It's a mess. Every week, it's a mess with these team names. But but let's while I look it up, <laughs> let, let's get into the fantasy locks. We started this last week, and let's let's go over it. I picked Derrick Henry, nineteen point three points yesterday. Sean, you had Robert Woods with seventeen point one. Joe Ezekiel Elliott, you were the big winner. Big big winner. Big big winner. For sure. Sure. So a lot sure. of points to win by. Four? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Oh my good. On. Yeah. Or or your whole team could win by 40. That's also a thing. But and then Ovi had Josh Allen, 16.32. Now I'm gonna do it. My fantasy lock this week is Daniel Jones. He's gonna have a game this week. He's gonna break that. That no TD scoring drought. He's going to get it done against his Washington team. And he is going <laughs> to silence, silence all the Trevor Lawrence talk. You know, Daniel you Jones is going to prove himself. He's going to get the ball rolling. He got his confidence back last week. Right, let me give you some advice because we're boys. Because we're boys, Jace. Let me give you some advice. When you pick the Giants every week, that's cool. That's funny. It's okay. I get it. I get it. It's this thing you do, but take the other segment seriously, man. <laughs> I am. I am. I, I, I came in second last week with my Derrick Henry pick. Right. I, I'm taking this seriously. He's going up against a terrible Washington football That's team. That's fair. And I, I think this is a confidence booster game for him. He's you gonna think get he's going to be track. the best quarterback but. this week? 
That's the guy. You think he's going to put up such huge numbers? I don't think he's in he the did. Top five even yes. in quarterbacks. He, he's he's there. He, now listen, his best games last year against Washington. Washington. Maybe. He threw five four, touchdowns. five touchdowns uh, against Washington. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. It's not a bad pick, Sean. What's yours? All right. So are we? Can we pick from like anyone for this? Anyone? Segment? Anyone? Just like sleepers? All right, well, if we could pick from anyone, then I'm going with the obvious one. Uh, like I said before, DeAndre Hopkins going against the Cowboys. Um, I, I, there's no way that loses. He's going against the worst, probably the worst secondary in football. DeAndre Hopkins, I think, is the best receiver in football. So uh, I, I think that would be a big hitter. If it's not, then I will be shocked. Sean, I couldn't be more with you. Only I'm going to take the guy who's throwing your guy the ball. I think Kyler Murray, as I said, but I think I said he was going to throw four or five. He's going to count for four or five scores. I think Kyler's going to have a huge day against a really bad Dallas defense. I think if you got him, you make, you know, it's an easy, it's a no brainer here that you would start him. But uh, I would expect that he's going to be the guy of the week. All right. And I just read your team name. Jared, comeback flowers, Gardner Minshew. <laughs> and every week it, it's something new. I love it, and your your mind is just wow. You're so great. Come now, back, a, as the fantasy guru, who is your lock this week? Now this is uh, it's it's kind of a dark horse type of pick. I think if we gave you guys each five or ten picks, he still wouldn't get named, but um. But we can say it together. What's his name, man? Alexander Madison. Madison. (laughs) That's my guy. Yes. So uh, assuming Cook doesn't play, give me Madison if he does. Yikes, that's hard. Stephon Diggs as the Bills edge out the Chiefs 29-28 by a two-point conversion. All right. All right. Okay. Now let's see. Let's see how much of a fantasy guru you are. Can you hold up your end of the bargain here, Jared? We shall see. We shall see. Well, that is going to wrap up drawing about the G-Men. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you for commenting, watching live. Thank you for listening. If you are listening, um, make sure you tune in. If you're watching live, make sure you tune in in just under a half an hour as we go live with all four downs, talk about college football. And uh, also, Jace, uh, me and you and Joe all on throwing jabs yeah. on Saturday morning at 10. Saturday do, morning at 10. Scrub Scraps, USA Boxing, Professional Boxing, MMA, Bellator, mm-hmm. UFC. If it's combat sports, we cover it. I've yes, been sir. told it's a really good show. I, I'm hearing a lot of the same things. Yeah, about that, uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's just what I've heard, but. That could be be vicious rumors, but I feel like there's a touch of truth to it. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, also this podcast, as well as all four downs, as well as throwing jabs is brought to you by CMG Clovercrest Media. If you do have if you have a gift for the gap, if you have a subject you are passionate about, come join the CMG podcast family or if you don't want to make your own podcast and you like listening to podcasts, there are a plethora to choose from sports, murder, mystery, comedy, politics, your choice of the litter. So make sure you go to clovercrestmedia.com to check it out. 
Thank you guys for listening, and we hope to see you next time.